Welcome back, guys. This is the Can't Lose Show, and I'm your host, Trent. And it's your boy, Josh. If you guys haven't tuned in to us before, um, thank you for giving us a chance real quick. Um, if you guys are uh, returners, thank you very much. You guys know how we roll, so let's look back at week 10, see what we learned from it. What's your one statement from week 10, Josh? So I'm going to say what we learned, and it's been kind of brewing for the past few weeks, maybe the whole season, actually, maybe the, since the draft. Yeah, or maybe since they got a new head coach. Or, yeah, I could have, you know, there's a lot of factors that have gone into it, but I think what we finally learned from Week 10 is that the Houston Texans are a real problem, and potentially a playoff problem. Yeah, I mean, the rookie quarterback, C.J. Stroud. You're not supposed to be able to come into the league and do what he's doing. Nope. And that's playing a huge factor. And not only is he playing good football, he's taking care of the ball. He's been doing it in the last second, game-winning drives. And, I mean, that's that's what separates good from great, you know, being yeah. able to do it in those clutch moments. What He has to be, what, three for three right now in last-minute last drive comebacks or two for two? I know he's two for two. Like, bro, he's he's so nice. Yeah. Man, um, my statement, it's not biased. We're wearing the gear. I don't care. Listen up. What we learned from week 10 in the NFL is the 49ers are the best team in the NFL. Point blank, period. Yes, sir. I think it was just a reminder. We've been knowing this. We we learned this early in the season. We just reminded everyone. We, You know, they had to go into hiding for a little bit. They had to play with everyone, and now they're back. Yeah. Number one. Like Best team in the NFL. Yeah. Hands down. And I think, you know, even if the power rankings, whatever, whoever doesn't have us there yet, just give it time. Yeah. Give it time, and everyone else will be on the same page as the Can't Lose show. But just know you heard it here first. Yeah. Because it'll be out. Yeah. Um. All right. So, we've been like we've been giving a top five list, top ten list. Um, I, I've liked it. You've liked it. So we're going to continue that, um, for you guys this week, the top five list is going to be comprised, comprised, right? I think that's how you say it. Um, of top five players, excluding quarterbacks. So this list was insanely hard to make. Yeah. Insanely hard. I was all hyped on. I was like, damn, that's a sick list. And then I was like, uh, where, where do I go with this? There's so many ways you could go. Yeah, and I just... I told you when we were making this list pre-show. I can make an argument for it to be all Niners. Yeah, seriously. So, if Niner Faithful, you're listening, if I don't include a guy, I tried my best to just kind of be even. I could give you a top five 49er list in the 49er segment. But... I have a couple guys that aren't 49ers, so just bear with me on this list. Everyone else, y'all love this list. Mm-hmm. Um, shoot your number five first. My number five. At five, I got A.J. Brown, dude. I mean, he's just – he's a beast. He's a monster. He's kind of like – I mean, he can go up and get it. He can run past you. He can run through you. He, he just does it all at the position, and, I mean, he's been playing his ass off. I love that. I have him on my list, not at five. My number five, and it's a split, so I have 5A, 5B. Two D-line guys, they love to eat. I'm going Max Crosby and Nick Bosa. Yep. Yeah. I didn't. I couldn't make this list without both of them on it, so 
Very interesting. We'll get into that a little later. Yeah. Very interesting. Who you got at four? At four, I got the man, Fred Warner. I mean, been playing out of his mind all season. And and he added to the stats last week with a pick. And I think he led the team in tackles. And he's just all over the field, as always. And he's just a beast, dude. And he... It sucks that the defensive player of the year is such a, you know, edge rusher award and I mean obviously the corners too when they go crazy, but he's adding to his stats though. Got yeah. another pick. Yeah, so let's see if he makes his case. I mm-hmm. hope I mean I hope he's just at least up there. Mm-hmm. Um number four, I have Fred Warner for all the same <laughs> reasons as you. So Hell yeah. um number three? At three I got another receiver and I'm going with Tyreek Hill. Damn. Same. He's got Oh, you have him at three, too? I have him at three, yeah. He's got to be up there, one, two, or three. I think he's just, I mean, he's un, He's essentially unguardable. Like, what do you do with that guy? You you don't. You just let him feast on your team. And there's been some teams that have held him to his own. But I don't know if it's the teams that held him to his own or he just had an off game himself. Like, yeah, yeah. He's just he's basically unguardable, like I said. And you can't really game plan for a guy that's just going to run right past you. Yeah. And with being unguardable, running right past you, that leads to my number two. Since Tyreek was my three, my number two is A.J. Brown. I know you had him on your list at five. I had him up there. Honestly, I feel like we bring up the Eagles a lot in this show, and I hate it. Um, But I got to pay respect to him. I love turning on a game, and if the 49ers aren't playing, the Eagles are playing. A.J. Brown's so fun to watch. For the same reasons as Tyreek. I just think his size adds a whole nother dimension. Yeah, for sure. Not that Tyreek plays small, but he is small. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, AJ Brown's fucking massive. Mm-hmm. Excuse my language. But, <laughs> yeah, I have him at two. Damn, throwing AJ Brown all the way at two, and you left out my number two, TJ Watt. I mean, yeah. just every year. I mean, last year he had the game where he missed, or uh, he had the season he missed a few games. But he is just playing insane football. I mean, like we said, Tyreek Hill at my three is unguardable. He's unblockable. You know. Yeah, I I would agree. Um, And to argue the point that I left him off the list, right? So a week ago, I gave him my midseason award defense player of the year, right? Mm. It's crazy how much could change in a week. So Did you give it to TJ Watt? Yeah. So... To have him completely off my top five list was kind of insane. But let me break it down for you real quick. Max Crosby. I didn't realize how efficient and how much he plays. And his numbers are insane. He does not come off the field. And he has better numbers right now. Probably because of that, he has a little more opportunity than TJ Watt. And then Nick Bosa this past weekend. The reason why I have him on this list and not TJ Watt. Is because Bosa with Chase Young... It just, like, lit a spark. And not to say Bosa wasn't doing anything, but to come back and have one and a half sacks and everything he did, you know, we'll get into that later. But it's just, See, I, I think they're going to pull away. I think Max Crosby is a dog, high-motor guy for sure. But, damn, to put him over, I mean, you had him tied to Bosa. Put him over, T, I would have went T.J. Watt and Bosa, me personally. I almost threw Bosa over A.J. Brown. Almost threw Trent Williams in there, too. Yeah. But just the fact that A.J. Brown's been doing it more consistently is, and just had louder games, like more explosive games, I put A.J. Brown in there. But damn, Crosby and Bosa over T.J. Watt. That's crazy. Yeah. You guys could 
say something in the comments because I know there's a lot of Steelers fans out there. So <laughs> yeah. let me hear it. Um, number one, I'm looking at our papers. I'm cheating a little bit. <laughs> we got the same dude, and rightfully so. I think he is the most key important player in the NFL to a team's offense, and it has to be said. So our number one is... CMC. Yes, sir. Run CMC, dude. Guys, he is on a tear. I understand we're coming off the week that he did not score. But it's not all about scoring. Yeah. It's what he does for our offense. And guy's been on fire. And like just, this past week, what do you have? I'm trying to look at my list right now. I don't know. He, I think had, he had like 95. 16 carries, 95 yards. Mm -hmm. But the everything he does for our offense is just insane. Yeah, and just like the whole the amount of game planning and attention that he probably takes up in the week prior for other teams, and just it leaves other guys open, creates opportunities for other guys, and he's just he probably could have been on the number one at even with QBs in there. I think I don't know what QB I'm putting over him right now. Yeah, because I mean. Right, I mean, I'm making a case for him to be MVP of the league, so yeah, probably could. Yeah, you're right, he could. Damn, CMC's legit. Mm hmm. I'm crazy, we got him, man. And we still have a first round pick, most cast face in the NFL. All this oh stuff my. we were just talking All right, about. Well, hey, we learned it this week, so let's talk about it. Yeah, let's talk about it real quick. 49ers, agree, disagree? I say agree. Most loaded team in the NFL. Yeah. Agreed? All Roster, right. yeah, it's crazy. Most cap space in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Agreed? Mm -hmm. It's a fact. All yeah. right, agreed. Um, most draft picks in this upcoming year's draft. Is that a fact? Yeah. Fact. All right, fact check all that. All right. So. <laughs> all right. I just don't know how to go about the What is John Lynch and the York family doing up there? We're cooking. They're cooking, dude. I would say our Super Bowl window could be open for the next... Five to ten years. Everyone's saying it's over this year. I know we have a cornerstone piece that's getting a little, little aged on his on him, but it's not slowing him down yet. I know. Fucking. I, still, I remember every time I play fan or Madden, and you Trent, start the new season. Trent Williams is always the first player to retire. Ever since we've got him, he always retires, and I'm like, fuck, please don't let that happen. Yeah, in real it's life. so stupid. <laughs> yeah, but I understand. We go win the Super Bowl this year. He mm -hmm. might ride it off from the sunset, but. The things he was doing on his ankle this past weekend, and he's so and so wasn't full, uh, fully healthy at his age. Come on, yeah. All right, we gotta look back at our week ten picks though. Let's get into before it. we get to too much 49ers. Damn, you went first too last week, and look what happened. Hey, I went first, and my dog got the dog stamped. Justin Herbert, twenty-seven for forty, three hundred twenty-three yards, four touchdowns. And one interception, I stamped that shit. Yeah, yeah, I stamped it. I mean, the interception always hurts, but it's just one throw. And, I mean, one throw. It did lose by three points, though. Hey, 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 it's not about the wins and losses when we're talking about dogs. <laughs> we're talking about their individualized performance. Yeah. Unlike yours, y'all's lost. I mean, y'all's won, but did your dog go off? I mean, to be honest... I'm not going to stamp it as a dog of the week. 66, 77 yards and two touchdowns, though. I think anyone will take that from their running back every week. I, I'm i going to veto your stamp. You said no stamp? I'll stamp it. All right. Two TDs coming two out of running backs? Yeah. 
I like that. That's I give a dog one that's only one touchdown out of running back if they do other little things. Mm-hmm. But two TDs coming out of the backfield, that's huge. Yeah, and I'm sure if we I didn't actually I forgot to look at his passing stats, but I'm sure he I mean like we've said before. Plays out of the backfield. Yeah, he can do it all and you know, I said on our buddy, the Up Your Score podcast, Jace, I said Jameer Gibbs was going to take over the room. And then Montgomery just had to go and have himself a 75-yard touchdown run. Yeah, I still and, but, think it's going to be a little back yeah, and forth. Though. And I think, they have like, like I said, yeah, Jameer Gibbs is still for sure going to be getting a lot more love. I mean, two touchdowns. And I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure he had to have averaged more yards. He was just balling all day and... He's heating up, dude. I, th- I still think that he's going to start slowly getting more and more of that love in the running back room. He's a first-round top yeah, no, 15 he's definitely, pick. He's definitely going to do it. Um, so both of our dogs hit. I give both stamps. Hell yeah. Um, and like you said, on Up Your Score podcast, mm-hmm. we'll give a little quick shout-out. Up Your Score podcast on YouTube, on Spotify, on Instagram. Um, go check it out. He does some great things. And we're on... I think he now has produced two episodes since we've been on. Um, he does he does a couple more episodes a week than us. Mm. Um, so go check that out. But let's carry on and go into our matchups. How'd your matchup do? My matchup was, uh, you know, it was cool. Jordan Addison, I didn't get to watch too much of it. I went and wa- uh, went back and watched, like, the little highlights of the Vikings-Minnesota game. Mm-hmm. Jordan Addison did his thing. He's been cooking all season. And, uh, I mean... I looked at the stats. Lattimore didn't have any pass deflections, and Addison had four catches for 69 yards. I mean, I'm going to call it a good day. I'm going to call it a win for Addison, and I'm not sure, you know, how much of that. Damn, I didn't even pay attention to that in the replay. Who was guarding him on the passes he caught? Oh, that was the whole reason I watched it, too. Anyway, I'm going to say, you know, Addison's been doing his thing, and, I mean, four catches for 69 yards, that's a solid outing. Yeah, I would... I would say he won that matchup. My matchup, on the other hand, honestly, I was watching the game, but it just didn't catch my eye, I guess. Maybe it just didn't happen too much. But it was Devontae um, and Sauce. Mm-hmm. Devontae had six receptions for 86 yards, so obviously he caught some, you know? But Sauce didn't have any pass breakups. What? Six for 86? Yeah. Oh. So it's a nice day for a receiver, don't get me wrong. I know there's no tuds on there, but... Um, Sauce didn't have any pass breakups, and honestly, I don't know if Devontae caught it on Sauce, so mm. I'm just going to say there's no winner, but I gave you guys the stats. All right. Um, maybe next time I'll be watching a game that I pick a matchup in. <laughs> I, well, I was watching it. It just it didn't catch my eye. Yeah. Um, but there's other games that I did watch, and that's going to be our game of the week that we pick uh, together, Chargers and Lions. What? Man. Trading blows back and forth all game. Not just in the fourth quarter, late. It was all game. Yeah, it was a straight shootout. You predicted on that Up Your Score podcast that Jared Goff was going to come to the stadium. You know, um, it was his own, it was his home field before and be comfortable. I said maybe not, you know. Um, Jace predicted that. But you agreed, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, I just agreed that the Lions are going to win, baby. And what did they do? They went and got the win, baby. Last second field goal. I, I mean, a win is a win, and both quarterbacks lit it up, and that was a good game. Yeah. A really good game. I mean, I think that's probably one of our best games we picked all year. For sure. For score-wise. I mean, we, always, we already talked about, I mean, Jameer Gibbs and um, 
Justin Herbert was both our dogs out of the same game. Yeah, but Jameer Gibbs and what is his name? Montgomery? David? Is David Montgomery. David? Yeah, David. I knew it was a D. I was like, David doesn't sound right. <laughs> David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs had a game. Keenan Allen, I mean, and Austin Eckler had a game as well for the Chargers. So all the running backs had a game. Then you had Keenan Allen who had 11 catches for like 175 and a touchdown and a nasty stiff arm on a na- on a big old linebacker. Not to mention going back to the locker room twice for an injury and still coming about and doing his thing. Yeah, and then you got Amon Ra who also had what? What was his stat line? Do you remember? I don't remember his stat line, but... Man. I have it right here. 156 yards. 156 yards and a tutty. And he hit that viral dance. He hit the viral dance in front of his hometown. Yeah, he grew oh up yeah, in, in his front of his hometown. Just I played him in Pop game, Warner. Dude. And you you know what? You ain't got to lie to kick it. You know what? Since you lied, I'll pull up the facts and show you. Anyways, he played your Belinda Pop Warner for a couple years, and I played against him. But I don't remember him, like, at that young of age, but still pretty cool. Um, But it was a home game for him, like I said. It was a homecoming game. I'm sure he had a lot of fans in attendance. They even brought it up on the announcer. Yeah, I heard that. um, Kid from Anaheim, you know? Mm -hmm. So... It was just a really good game. It was one of our best games. What was your other game? My other game was another really good game. Last second game. Last second field goal. Houston at Cincinnati. And I think I said it. I was really close to picking Houston. But I just think that the fact that their win was too close against the Bucks the week before. I was like, and the, how hot the Bengals were. We just went with the Bengals. But we said it was going to be close. And, I mean, C.J. Stroud did it again. Yeah. I don't know if I could pick against Houston the rest of the way out. Dude, I mean, D'Amico's cooking up over there. I mean, yeah, Joe Joe struggled, picked it up later in the game, but he struggled through two interceptions. I mean, Joe Burrow. And I credit that all to D'Amico and the defense. They they messed with him in his head, and when the defense is coming after you, it's hard to play quarterback. Yeah. Um, I got one more game. Ravens-Browns. Ravens were up 17 Another to Another good game, dude. Yeah, we hit on all these games this week. We're 3 for 3. Ravens Browns. Ravens led 17 to 3. Um, but the Browns never backed down. And they shot back and forth. The, the Browns were itching closer and a last second field goal to win it. So all of our all of our games were a field goal to win it. Yeah. What I didn't touch on, I wanted to touch on your game. I forgot. Houston. Insane story. So the kicker he was new to the team. Oh yes, new to the team. Their back, their running back was going to be their kicker, but he got injured and couldn't be active. So that way, that freed up that spot for the kicker to be active, and he won the game. That was pretty cool. A little underlying story there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, all our games three for three, all one in the last second field goal. I'll take it. Let's see if we can hit this weekend. I hope so. It is now time to. Get your popcorn out. Take a sip of whatever you're drinking. Your choice. We would have a Buzzball, but Buzzball hasn't sponsored us yet. So we'll we'll put a Buzzball on the show next week. <laughs> um, and Buzzball, do your thing. We'll share this clip. You share it too. We'll get a partnership going. But anyways, <laughs> it's time. 49er segment. Yes, sir. Pre- Dude, We're back the in the 49er wind segment presented to you by Buzzball. How cool would that be? That just sounds so perfect. Right, right? We need to get a presenting sponsor for the 49ers segment. All right, Buzzball, we'll put this out. <laughs> Do your thing. Um, we could be contacted at Can't Lose Show 
um, you know, on any platform. <laughs> we'll get you our email and more personal stuff um, through DM. We don't want to say it on here, but, you know, you know where we're at. All right, bro. Let's go. Damn. Let's get into our 49er segment. Sorry, I'm segment. just on the buzz ball. <laughs> All right, let's get into our 49er segment. All right, Jags recap. We went in there and did what, Josh? And did what? Straight dominated. We feasted from the first snap and never looked back. Yeah. What a game. My boy Dre Greenlaw and Fred Warner had a combined 15 freaking tackles. Come on now. Best linebacker duo in the game. All of our duos went off. I mean, Debo and Ayuk both got in the zone. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Chase Young and Bosa, as you said, what did they do? What did they do? What didn't they do this what, week? What but the thing I do? predicted, I said they're gonna meet at a quarterback and get a half sack each. And what oh. else happened on that play? Do we need to remind you? Insert clip. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, that was Bosa and Chase Young getting to the quarterback and Bosa strip sacking and recovering the damn fumble. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, come on. You called it. I called it. You straight called it. And then even our interior duo, Javon Hargrave, got one and a half sacks. Mm-hmm. Armstead had a half sack. I mean, mm-hmm. who was our? Who are our other duos? Do we have any more duos? So that went okay, off? so we have an interior D line duo. They mm-hmm. went off. Check. Mm-hmm. Our DNs went off. Check. Our linebackers went off. Check. Our safeties didn't get beat. Check. Our corners didn't get beat. Check. Our defense Ooh. only allowed three points. Check. Like I got to talk about our uh, our corners real quick. Interesting switch. I mean, we saw the whole uh, Wilkes to the sideline thing was a big switch, and our D- and not as much blitzing, which was cool. Just seeing our four D linemen go on that one play. I forget which play it was. We had Greenlaw and Fred Warner um, all coming up, and it looked like they were gonna blitz, and then it just ru- we just rushed four, and we still got to the quarterback. So. Was that right before halftime? I don't remember, but uh, so we had we made some adjustments on our defense that we were talking about. But one of the things that we saw or I noticed was they started Ambry Thomas at the outside at corner, mm-hmm. and even though we didn't go and get an elite corner and at the trade deadline, they went ahead and they switched Demo to his slot corner, nickelback, whatever you want to call I it love position. That change. Yeah, and I thought that was really cool. You saw Demo, he. He didn't. Uh, he missed some tackles coming up and making those plays, but that's his position, and I think he just had a slower start. He still made some plays, and he, he was still good. being very aggressive. Yeah, very aggressive, up. and just reminded me so much of Kawan Williams, the shark from a few years ago. We had him, mm-hmm. and so I think I'm yeah, just really excited about he's out for season. Yeah. Anyway, but I'm really excited about that switch, and I just think I think it was cool to see that even though we didn't go get that corner, we trusted Ambry Thomas. He got the strip and what would have been a touchdown on that play. Yeah. But, I mean, it just all worked out, and all the adjustments we made worked out, and I don't know, we're looking real good right now. Real dangerous. Yeah, so we've been hyping up our defense in this episode, for sure. Let's go to our offense. Mm-hmm. I know you touched on Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel real quick, but let's dive into that. Freaking Brock Purdy, like you said, he needed to have a bounce-back game. He mm-hmm. sure did. 19 for 26, 296, three touchdowns. Welcome back. Yeah. Welcome back. Just more efficient football. I mean, yeah, he had that very scary touchdown throw in the beginning, but just more efficient football and 
I mean, another win on in for him, you know. Yeah. Ayuk so. scored. Ayuk. Juice check. Juice check. Debo. Debo. Kittle. Kittle. Am I missing one? Everyone but trash ass CMC. I know <laughs> CMC, you suck, bro. You suck. It's okay. He takes accountability, bro. He knows he sucks too. Yeah. Um. But just spreading the love. Yeah. George spreading Kittle. The love. Yeah. The whole everyone was catching a pass. I mean. Yeah, it was just awesome to see our whole team just working on all cylinders. You know who, like, we don't really talk about too much, but is so clutch, and he was clutch again on two third downs? You know who? We call him third and... JJ? What? I'm trying to think, because I know he had the one... He only had one catch. Do you have a... Oh, oh it was... an edge block or something? Sorry, sorry. It was one catch on a third down. Oh. It was a key third down. We went and scored that drive. Mm. And it's just like... I thought you were talking about someone else. No. Like, he only had one catch. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> but it just goes to show, like, our depth is there. Like, yeah. he may not light up the, the stat board, but he's Mr. Reliable yes, in key situations. Exactly. I was literally... Before you even said Mr. Reliable, I was just... I was, like, trying to think of a word, and I was thinking in my head, like... You can go to him when you need him, and he is just reliable. Like mm-hmm. he's not gonna have the crazy stat lines because we have the Debo, the Kittle, the CMC. We have all these weapons, but when you go to him, he's gonna catch that pass, and that's actually a lot harder than you think to be locked in when you don't have to be locked in on every play, or you might not feel like you have to be locked in on every play because you have so many weapons that are just getting the ball way more than you. I mean. So kudos to yeah JJ for sure for always being locked in and when it's his moment he takes advantage of every opportunity. Yeah, um, shoot, I feel like we've hyped this game up, talked about it enough. You sure? Do you have anything else? <laughs> I, I we could keep going on and on. <laughs> yeah, I'm, and on and on and on. Yeah, but what a game! I'm I'm good. Just like that. That Jags fan said walking out of the stadium, it's yours. <laughs> yeah, it's yours. that was awesome. He <laughs> it's said yours. it's your guys' stadium. It ain't even it ain't even our weather. It's <laughs> it isn't even they're used to the cloudy weather up in San Fran. <laughs> like it was a home game. We had over fifty percent of those tickets bought. I mean yeah. come on. All right. So from one Florida team to the next. Mm-hmm. We got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're coming into our town. Oh, I was going to say, are we staying out there? Or nah, what? they're coming into our town. And you know who's playing quarterback for them? <laughs> Baker Mayfield. There's some history there, guys. Yeah. There is some history. So, we only used to have one Buckeye on our defense. <laughs> but now we got two. And I think Baker Mayfield is going to really regret planting that flag <laughs> yeah. after that win. Yeah, they're going to be just, like, foaming at the mouth to get Baker Mayfield, dude. Yeah, and when they do, I expect them both to plant a flag right on top of them. I don't even care if we get a penalty for, well, in the right situation. Yeah. But it's a revenge game for them. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm really looking forward to that game. Another straight domination. That's what I'm expecting. Nothing less. I mean, we dominate him. Uh, the Tom Brady led Bucks. Why not go and dominate the Baker Mayfield led Bucks? Come on. Mm-hmm. And oh man, I'm just picturing it right now in my head. Sunday, we're gonna have another good Sunday. Mm-hmm. Put it into existence. We have the energy right now, just like we said last week. 
the energy. It was starting off the week hot. Mm-hmm. We're we're feeling it right now. Oh yeah. So and you know what? Since we're feeling it, I'm just gonna have to bring this up. We know we do our matchups. We talk about our matchups every week. I talked to you about this before, and I wasn't gonna bring it up because I didn't have it as my matchup. But you know what? My Niners segment matchup of the week this week is gonna be our entire D line. Specifically, like we said, Chase Young and Nick Bosa. And just who's going to get to the quarterback more times? That's my matchup. Because you know all those guys are fighting for a friendly competition. And that's my Niners matchup. I just had to bring it up. It's going to be fun to watch all those guys getting after Baker Mayfield. And you know the culture in our locker room? I'm sure those guys are going to be wanting to plant the flag. With them. Yeah, right there with them. Because that culture is there. And they might just feel like they're all... Playing as Ohio State guys this weekend, you know they'll, they'll get the sack, do Hargrave's little kick, um, karate kick, mm-hmm. and then plant the flag right after. Yeah, for sure. So, you picked a matchup for this week for the 49ers. <laughs> I'll pick a dog, and my okay. dog is gonna be CMC. Why? Because he didn't get in the end zone last week, so he's gonna storm back and have 15 plus carries, five plus receptions, and three tuds. Mm-hmm. I love it. I wrote here, right here. CMC dog, so that works out perfect. I think, like you said, he didn't get in the zone last week. And I just think he's way, way too much of a problem on the air, in the ground, in the air, on the ground for this Bucks defense. I think he's just going to be too much. And, I mean, like we said, he's the number one player in the NFL right now. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a fun day to watch 49 football. Yes, sir. I cannot wait. Oh, I just want to say this real quick. You know what? We're hyped. We got to pick a defensive dog. I know it's, people are probably predicting Bosa, Chase Young, whatever, both of them. But I'm going to go with my dog, Demo, this week. I think, like I said, he was just getting comfortable at that slot corner position where he thrived at Oregon. And I think what we initially drafted him as was to replace Kawan Williams mm-hmm. and play that corner position or that slot corner position because we had Verrett, we had the Mosley guys like Ambry Thomas, we had all these guys, and I think he just was the best option at the time. But I think he's gonna thrive at his new position, and I I think he's gonna go crazy. He's gonna have some tackles for losses, maybe a sack in there. Like, dude, I just think he's gonna have a Kawan Williams type game where he used to ball out for us and. All right, since you picked a defensive dog, <laughs> I'll follow in your footsteps. All right. That's hard. There's so many guys. You didn't even have one. You didn't I have already, to no, say No, I already it. have one. I already have one. I was just joking. I was trying to be a little more suspenseful. You know? Oh, okay. Keep you all on your toes. My defense of dog for the 49ers this week is going to be Mr. Hufunga. Mm. Why? Because you haven't really heard his name recently, but, I mean... No talk's good talk. I mean, nothing's really beating him. Mm-hmm. But he's going to get his name on the stat board with a pick this weekend. Finally, one of his own picks. <laughs> one of <laughs> his own. They're I mean, all tips. I think all of his picks. Because he got one last week, right? Yeah, him, yeah, him and uh, Warner both got one. Yeah. And it was a tip. Another tip. <laughs> he can't get his own interception, I he's think. He's going to get a straight pick. I like that. But also, I could see him coming down. And I know we talked about not blitzing too much. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I think he's going to come off the edge this weekend like Baker Mayfield. Yeah, up. just as long as we don't blitz as much as we had been, we can throw a blitz in there. You got to do it. Yeah. For sure. All right. 49 segment, it was a pleasure. Y'all faithful. Thank you. Um, 
let's dive into week 11 of the NFL for the rest of the NFL. Yep. We like to pick dogs, matchups, games. As y'all heard, um, we'll recap it next week and see if we hit. But let me go first on this one, bro. Come on. <laughs> I had to say it before you said yours. Let me go first, bro. Yours is more likely to hit. Mine's kind of crazy. They're playing a really tough team. My dog of the week is Travis Kelsey. And I know you guys are saying, Travis Kelsey, what's crazy about that? I mean, Wait, that's Taylor Swift's boyfriend? <laughs> All right. I'm glad you bring that up. They're playing she, the game? she hasn't been at the past couple games. Obviously, hasn't been playing as well. We've seen the stat lines with her there, without her there. They're playing the Eagles. I'm pretty sure she's a Philly girl. She was a Philly fan like two years yeah, ago. Yeah, she's a Philly. Um, she's a Philly girl. Like she's from Philly. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. She's gotta be at this game. I mean, it's game of the season, Super Bowl rematch, and I mean, she's gotta be at this game. So that's why I'm going with Travis Kelsey as my dog of the week. Ten plus catches, 120 plus yards, two touchdowns. You name it, he's just gonna have a week and. We all know why. All right. <laughs> Fair pick. You I like think, my reasoning on it? Yeah. I think your dog's going to hit this week. Right? She, she has could. to be at that game. She's a Philly girl. And, I mean, regardless if she was from Philly or not, this is the Super Bowl rematch and just, I mean, a crazy game to be at. Yeah. You got to show up for your, your significant other on the big ones. Come on. Yep. 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 I like that. I like that a lot. All right, who's your dog of the week? Who's about to go crazy? NFL Week 11, dog of the week by your host, Trent, is CJ Stroud. Why? I got to pay respect when respect is due. This boy has been lighting it up. I don't even care who they're playing this week. I was going to pick him regardless as long as they weren't on a bye. And he's not on a bye. So CJ Stroud, he's going to have a masterful performance for throwing over 400 yards 72 plus percent completion percentage. And he may get it in the end zone with his legs too. Hmm. I'm I'm just just calling it. Seeing how you know, I gotta I wish I had this stat pulled up because I don't want to give it without knowing it exactly, but I'm gonna do it anyway. I'm curious to see, you know, I've talked about this before about Aaron Rodgers. I don't know what episode it was, but I know I mentioned it that Aaron Rodgers is the only quarterback to do it twice where he had less than five interceptions in a season. And I want to say, was it 30 touchdowns maybe? I think it was 30 touchdowns, five interceptions. There's only like three to four guys that have done it, and he's done it twice. It looks like C.J. Stroud's having that kind of season. I mean, why not? only two picks on the season so far. And, I mean, I, I think – I know one of them was a tip – but one was a tip. I don't know about the one against the Bengals. I didn't catch that one. But he's been playing really efficient football, throwing a lot of touchdowns. He's got some good young receivers, a good tight end. I mean, hey, I could see him doing it. Yep. In his rookie season, too, would be such insane. a feat. Yeah. Um, what's going to be insane is my matchup. Mm. So my matchup is Adam Thielen versus Stephon Gilmore. Mm-hmm. Um, you just love Adam Thielen because he's on your fantasy team. 
you picked him last week for something. You, you brought him up in something. And I was like, oh, my goodness. We were talking about fantasy team with Up Your Score podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, but I got to pick him because it's just a, it's kind of a matchup that, like, you don't think about, like, right when you're looking at the week schedule. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of caught my eye. Yeah, I like um, that one. I'm just giving you a hard time. Yeah. I think Thielen's going to win this matchup. Mm-hmm. But the only thing is it's hard for Carolina to get in the end zone. So, like, he may win it receptions and yards-wise, but hopefully he finds the end zone one time. Uh, but I just think he's been too consistent uh, for Bryce Young to knock it in the ball. Mm-hmm. And it's just he's going to eat at Gilmore and, you know, win his day. Okay. I like that. I like that matchup. You know, I was just messing with you. Thielen is not going to say elite anymore. I think at one point you probably could have thrown him in there. I mean, dude. Yeah, but, but I wouldn't he say is a, either. Yeah, but he is a very good receiver, very talented, and very, like we were talking about JJ, very reliable. Mm-hmm. So I like that matchup. What about yours? My matchup of the week is going to be Jalen Ramsey versus Devontae Adams. That's a terrible matchup. <laughs> That's a terrible matchup. <laughs> oh, yeah, my bad, my bad. And you only picked them because um, All right. you don't have either. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyway, I mean, oh, that's a real good matchup. Great though. matchup. They they've uh, been a matchup to watch in the past years, and I mean, I'm really excited to see it. Jalen Ramsey's uh, what second game back because mm-hmm. he played and then he had the bye and now he's back. And um, I got Jalen Ramsey in this one. It doesn't help that Delonte Adams has Aiden O'Connell throwing it to him. Who I mean, obviously he's had not uh, his past two games with him have not been bad at all. No, but, but it's Aiden O'Connell. It's Aiden O'Connell, and it's going against Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, I hope they line up a lot. I, I don't mm-hmm. know if he'll follow him just because he's coming back off injury, you know? Mm-hmm. But when they do line up, it's going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. Elite, elite. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Stefan Gilmore is going to be following. No. Dylan. No. Yeah, so I think just when they are going up against each other, all eyes on that. Yep. Um, that leaves us last with our, last with our games. My game of the week is Thursday Night Football, so I'm going to start it off. Mm-hmm. Bengals-Ravens. I Last Thursday night's game was ass. This Thursday night's game should be pretty electrifying. Ravens coming off a tough loss. Bengals coming off a tough loss. It's in Baltimore. Yeah. I don't. I think I want to pick the Ravens. Not 100% set, but it's going to be a good game. Yeah, I don't know who I want to pick in this one either. It's very interesting. I mean, both teams... They've had their their uh, their high points. They've had their low points. I mean, the Ravens. I don't know if they've had a low point, but they did just lose to the Browns. Yeah, I think mm. I'll probably just ask Karina on who she's picking and then probably pick with her. Seriously, let me know. Let me know how that goes. <laughs> yeah, man, uh, she's too good at pickums. Yeah, I can't choose a winner right here, right now. I don't know yet, but that's I'm definitely looking forward to that game. Yeah, what's your first game? My first game. I mean. Like I said earlier when I picked my dog of the week, this is the game of the season. Super Bowl rematch, Philly at KC. I mean, who's not going to be watching this game? It's the Sunday night game? Yeah, I want to say it's the game of the season, though. The Super Bowl rematch to some of the two best teams in football? Who are you saying is the game of the season? It'll be in two weeks, NFC championship rematch. Oh, I guess. I'm not saying, like, like after... I'm just saying, before you watch, like, when you get the schedule, I think this is the game that you probably want to watch, like, right when you see the schedule. Yeah, you're Obviously, right, I'm, you're, right, I think, you're right, you're right, you're right. And I think, you know what, I don't want it to be too the game of the season when we play them. You know, we're going to dominate. 
Not a game of the season worthy. It's do- straight domination. <laughs> Come on now, this. Yeah, this will be back and forth. I think this one is gonna. You might see some one of the teams, you know, score on their first drive, but I think after that, it's gonna slow down for a while. Defenses are gonna be locked in, but then that second half is just gonna be similar to that Super Bowl, where it's just chaos. You know, a lot of scoring, and that's where I think Travis Kelsey shines. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And they just, you know, ultimately get the dub over them. Because, you know, Mahomes does his thing in the clutch. Wearing the same underwear. Yeah. <laughs> Insane. Um, all right. My next game, I honestly, I had a different game at first. Um, but I switched up, and I'm going Steelers, Browns. Um, staying in that division, I guess. And Oh, yeah. Which is st- a really tough division this yeah. season. Yeah. Steelers are going into Cleveland. Cleveland's coming off a huge dub. Um, did Sillers win last week? What were they doing last week? I'm trying to think. Either yeah, way. They beat the Packers. They did. Um, I think this game, honestly, is going to be a lot closer than what a lot of people think. I think a lot of people think the Sillers aren't going to win this game. They've been outgained every game. I think that's going to continue. Um, and I just think the Browns probably just do enough to get past. Mm-hmm. Not dominate, but do enough to get past them. Mm-hmm. I'm so I'm going Browns on this one. Low low scoring game. Yeah, yeah. Low scoring game. I think so too. I think. Sixteen uh, twelve. I'm gonna go with the Browns in this one too. Their defense is just. I mean, obviously we've seen what they've been able to do, and then you also got Deshaun Watson, who obviously is not the player he once was. But man, we were really hoping for him to get back. I know. I think everyone was, just for the simple fact that he's so electric and so fun to watch. I mean, yeah. But, yeah, I'm going to go with the Browns on this one. I think they're just a little bit stronger of a team, stronger offense. And, yeah, I'm going with the Browns. All right. Um, That leaves you with your game, dude. Another, not all, I was thinking, do we have all division games? But, no, another division game right here, though, is uh, Seahawks at L.A. Rams. Very exciting game. I mean, y'all could say the Seahawks should do their thing against them because the Rams aren't the best this year. Mm-hmm. But the Rams play the Seahawks very well yeah. every year. Every it's a division year. game. Yeah, there's no, there's no like hundred percent winner going into any week in a division game. Yeah, but with that being said, I found out today Stafford is questionable. Which scares Carson me a little Wentz bit. Carson Wentz, Oh, Carson Wentz. I forgot about that guy. Yeah, most people did. <laughs> but I'm going to go with the Seahawks on this one. They're a strong team. I mean, we've talked about them before. We had them at our top ten. I think I had them in my top yeah. ten. I don't know if you did. You did. I think I did. Yeah. I... I don't know. I don't know. You might have had them at like 11. I think we might have flip-flopped Bro, Browns, was, Browns and Seahawks. That was so a week spot. ago, dude. <laughs> yeah, my bad, <laughs> dude. All right. Well, um, anyway, we can uh, move out of the NFL, and let's get into a little bit of the NBA. Yeah, I mean, shooter's going to shoot. My shooter got injured. Knee sprain. Going to be out a little bit. Um, that leaves with a little lineup change for the Warriors. Mm-hmm. I love seeing Chris Paul come off the bench. I thought it was a huge pickup. Now he's going to be in the starting rotation. We'll see how we do. Um, looking at it right now, it's game one of that transition. And it turned into a UFC match over there. 
I don't want to really bring it up because I said I wasn't, but and bring it up. I mean, the I, only highlight that I've seen from this game is Clay Thompson and Draymond Green choking someone out. So, dude, yeah, Draymond Green just freaked out, and I think I don't know. Maybe I've never that seen was just a choke out like that. Yeah, maybe it was just instinct, and he just kind of like just took over. But yeah, he went crazy. <laughs> I don't know. That's all I have from the Warriors right now. And what do you got for your Lakers? Uh, I think, dude, AD has been just playing MVP basketball right now. Insane. Probably averaging around 28 points. I didn't check his stats. I just, you know, I've been paying a little bit of attention. And I'm, I'm assuming he's averaging like 28, 26 points around there. Has to be at least one block, maybe one and a half, two blocks a game. He's just... He's playing out of his mind, and I just hope he can stay healthy, stay consistent. And, I mean, with Braun leading the way and still balling, still playing at a high level, I think. Playing past his minutes. Yeah, I think we're just, we're very scary, and especially don't matter what happens in the regular season. We have Braun, we have AD, we have all these guys that have a championship mentality. So look out for the Lakers all season long, and especially late in the season. Okay. I like that take. Yeah, I know you do, Laker fan. Bro, I'm not a Laker fan. Oh, yeah, my bad. You're a Bulls fan. Oh, my bad. You bandwagon to the Warriors. My bad, dude. Bro, I've been with them through their ups and downs. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you're a Bulls fan. You probably are a Bulls fan just, I guess, because of Magic Jordan. Magic Jordan. Michael Jordan. Um, Yeah, a little before my time, though. Yeah, I know. I know. So, I mean, we did have Prime D. Rose, though. (laughs) Um, Anyways. Yeah, I'm a Warriors fan. Anyways, um, I just want to kind of like little scoot to the side and let the master do his master thing. Lead us through the end with UFC talk, man. Oh, UFC. I mean, guys, we might. Oh, sorry, sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. We might do a little spinoff on UFC. Get get a couple more guys in uh, pretty soon mm-hmm. and kind of like deep dive into their main events uh, because UFC is exciting to watch. I mean, mm-hmm. they always pull a huge crowd for those. Um, but Josh knows his shit. I don't know enough yet. I'm barely, like, getting really into it. I actually watch it on my own mm. and stuff while um, the fights were going on. But I'll let you kind of carry this event and close out the show with it. All right. And I'm not going to go as far as to say I know my shit. I but like you- UFC. I watch a lot of UFC. But I'm not going to sit here and say, like, I know all the guys on the main card, every single fighter and all the prelims. I know, I usually know the main card, the main event. I usually know the co-main and maybe a couple other fighters on the main card and some prelims guys. So I, I pay attention, but I don't, I want to say I know my shit. Hey, but. That just sounded a little too confident for me. He's going to fake it till he makes it. Oh, yeah. Even I'm just I, trying to give him the benefit of the doubt here. <laughs> I, I, mean, know, but I, didn't, I didn't want them to be like, this fool knows his shit. And then I say something stupid or wrong. So. <sighs> hey, I got. pub is good pub. Yeah, I got, I mean, uh, I got, um, I had uh, Sergey Pavlovich, Yuri Prohaska, both winning their fights. They both lost. I mean. Maybe you don't know your shit. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe I don't. Oh, shit. I had more dubs than you on the UFC fight. <laughs> but, I mean, it was an insane card. I want to say every fight, I know every fight uh, was finished. I think every fight except for maybe Poetan and Yuri, the main event, was finished in the first round. Mm-hmm. I mean, just an electric card. Another quick card. The last main event we talked about, yeah, too, was, was very quick. quick. 
But, I mean, Sergey just... It's hard. It's a heavyweight fight, and sometimes you just get caught. All it takes is one when you're 250, whatever, whatever they're fighting at. Yeah. All it takes is one. I mean, so that was tough. But then uh, the Yuri versus Perea fight. Me personally, I think you even texted me a little early. A little early, a little Yeah, a I would little say early. Some now. people, I've heard mixed, uh, mixed reviews, but I've seen a lot of people saying it's early. I thought it was a little early. Just because he was getting back up, he was getting up. Yeah, and I don't know. I just think I know he's UFC a does a very good job of protect, protecting their athletes, mm-hmm. but I wish they would have just maybe maybe one more punch and he like goes stumbles back down a little more. Yeah, but he was on his way up. Yeah, but I mean, kudos to uh, Alex Perea. I mean, he even Yuri said no excuses. He was out at one point, like he freaking cracked him and. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess Perea is a dog. I did not expect that, but just how it goes. Like we said, even with uh, the heavyweights, all it takes is one. With Perea, all it takes is one. Guy has a punch. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I said lead us to the end. Oh, you want me to close it out and do the outro and everything? Yeah. I was giving you the floor. This fool was just sitting there. He would have stayed silent. Oh, fuck. <laughs> all right guys i mean <laughs> you do the outro <laughs> all right thank you guys for listening uh it means a lot um uh, here's a couple of ads to end our show uh deuces deuces <laughs>